All right, it is the sports mashup number 17 on June 23rd, 2021. Uh, the world of sports will be covered in this episode and what we've seen over the last week, what's gone down. Not a ton, but definitely things to discuss. We'll start with the Olympics, which is oh, coming up I, shortly. I think we need to start with the Suns win last night. We could talk about that if you want to talk about that, you know. I mean, they win. They win on an insane lob play to Aiton with point or is it point nine to start the point inbound with? Yeah. And my mean, Williams drip, but a, a great play. Yeah, I think the big thing with it was number one, the pass by Crowder was perfect. Uh, Booker with a very nice pick play screen, which is never going to be called. People can say it's illegal if they want. They're not going to call that at the end of the game. It's a smart play. But I think the best part of the play was definitely the lob by Crowder, and it was a great call by Monty Williams. And, of course, for being fair, the reason that they were able to call this play is because of how many mind-numbing reviews there were in this game. It took 33 minutes in real time to play the last minute 30 of the game. So not great, but a great and, finish. And thanks to Paul George for missing two free throws. Yeah, that was bad. He had a pretty good game. He wasn't making threes, but he was making a lot of other shots. But, man, missing both of those is just terrible, really bad. And the Clippers, third series in a row, they're down 0-2 in a series. So and the one, Last week, the only, the only series that was over was the Suns-Nuggets series, right? Yeah. So since you've had, of course, the Clippers advanced, they're playing the Suns. Game three is tomorrow. And then you had Milwaukee upset Brooklyn and Atlanta upset Philly. And their game one is tonight. Yeah, I think uh, I was on record as saying the Bucks didn't have any stones pretty much. Uh, I think it helps that Harden was like unable to really do anything and be effective. And that, at some point, no Kyrie and Jeff Green and, came back yeah. early from an injury to try playing. And Joe Harris couldn't make anything in game seven, which killed him. They would have won if he would have no. made a couple. But uh, Kevin Miller really did all he did. And now was all he could. Spencer Dimwin, he doesn't know if he wants to come back. He shouldn't. I mean, he should go somewhere where he's going to play. He's not going to start for the Nets, so he's he's not going to come back. He'll be one of the top free agent guards available this year alongside Kyle Lowry and uh, another name that I forgot. So Isn't Lillard a free agent? I don't think he's a free agent. I think he, he could be traded, but I think he's still got a year or two on the contract, which NBA contracts are very confusing anyway. But as far as Philadelphia-Atlanta goes, I mean – Ben Simmons sucks. Let's just say it how it is. He's not good. He's going to be traded. When I make a bet before the season starts, just for him to make over three and a half threes on the year, and he can only make three. I, yeah, he only attempted ten on the year, but he had three at the All-Star break and then didn't make another one the rest of the season. He is afraid to shoot the basketball. It's embarrassing, especially with the way this league is. It's not going to work. I had five dollars uh, on it to win one hundred and twenty, and he could all he do is make one more three for me from the All Star break. He attempted yeah, he's one. Traded. I don't know who's going to want him, 
with that contract, but I think he's going to be traded. They need to change something there because you can't have a guy running point or holding the ball who's afraid to shoot. So that's that. As far as Utah goes, I mean, I don't – I mean, the I think the difference between the Suns and the Jazz is Gobert and Ayton with Gobert not able to uh, dominate against a smaller lineup or against a, a normal big on the offensive end as Ayton has. I think that's the big difference there. And uh, as far as the Suns-Clippers series goes, I expect the Clippers to punch back. They've been down 0-2 in their first two series. They came back and won those series 1-7, 1-6. This is obviously a tougher task because now you're going to have Chris Paul coming back, assuming at least uh, the reports say he'll be back tomorrow. If he's not back tomorrow, he'll be back Saturday. Is and Kawhi Leonard going to come back? State, is there any report on Kawhi? Nobody really knows. I expect – if they go down 3-0, I don't know if he'll come back. If it's 2-1 or 3-1, I could see him coming back. I don't know how significant the knee injury is, though. The fact that he hasn't come back at all yet is significant. He wasn't playing in game six of the Jazz uh, series for them either. So we'll see. It's going to be a big turning point. If, if Kawhi comes back, I think the Clippers have a chance. But if not, it doesn't look great for them. So we will see. Um Olympics, Team USA commitments thus far. You have Jason Tatum of the Celtics, Bradley Beal of the Wizards, Kevin Durant and James Harden of the Nets, Devin Booker of the Suns, Damian Lillard of the Blazers, Draymond Green of the Warriors, Bam Adebayo of the Heat, Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday of the Bucks, Kevin Love of the Cavs, and you had uh, Kyle Lowry and Chris Paul declining. So team's going to be good. They're not going to have Curry or LeBron or other some of the other big names, but they're going to be good, obviously. And – Drew Holiday, his is just – he's given a commitment per a source. Did they even want him? Did they see the way he shot in game seven? Badly is how he shot. But uh, what, what well, kind of lineup a, would you – You know he's not going to be a starting point guard. Maybe the second or third, depending on if they get another – Point guard in there. What you would you make 12, the lineup? You can only have 12 guys. And I think, what is that, 11? Yeah, and if someone like... Uh, yeah, there's only a spot for one more guy. Why not Trey Young? I almost, But you almost need another big. Bam is only center. Mm, yeah. What kind of a lineup would you make out of this out of this team? Uh, Lillard, Durant, Tatum, Booker, and then Bam or Draymond to start. Yeah, I, I would probably go uh, Lillard, Harden, Durant, Tatum out of bio. Unless they want to have another guard, then you put Booker in there, but or Beal. Either way, they should know they shouldn't have too many issues winning gold. I wouldn't think. Uh, so we'll see. But uh, the Blazers' head coaching job seems like a conclusion is coming to that soon. You would think, as you have three reported finalists, two of which have been named finalists. They've gone through more than one interview. The other one is obviously a big name. It could be. Interested uh, by or the Blazers could be interested. You have Becky Hammond, who's an assistant for the Spurs, Chauncey Billups, and Mike D'Antoni 
the three big names for this job. So we'll see who gets the job. I think any three of those hires would be fine. The D'Antoni one's a little confusing to me. Uh, I didn't think he would become a head coach again, but I guess if he wants to do it, he'll probably have a job out of all the remaining, you know, jobs. So we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. But before before we move on to the NFL, we did have the NBA draft lottery, and I just wanted to go over the yeah, you have the uh, magic. The that. magic have two picks in the top ten. Was it Detroit? Pistons, Pistons are the number one pick. Rockets two, Cavs three, Raptors four, Magic five, Thunder six, Warriors seven, Magic eight, Kings nine, Pelicans ten. Uh, Hornets 11, Spurs 12, Pacers 13, Warriors 14. So Warriors have 7 and 14, Magic have 5 and 8. Warriors' seventh pick is per the Timberwolves of the D'Angelo Russell trade. Magic at 8 is the Bulls' uh, Nikola Vucevic trade. So but the word, not a like, great look for the Bulls. Any of these guys coming into the Magic, there's not much there. Well, they're going to get two cornerstones at five and nine to build around. I mean, I don't know who it would be. You look at the top five right now. I think a list that I saw was, I think Cade Cunningham's going to going to go number one to Detroit. I think everybody knows that, and I think it's the right pick. Number two is where things get interesting. Do the Rockets go with a point guard? Do they go with a shooting guard? Do they, you know, take Jalen Suggs? Do they take Evan Mobley? Do they take Jalen Green? Um, do they take Davion Mitchell? I doubt that. That would be stunning at two. Uh, Cleveland, I think, is a team that's a perfect fit for Evan Mobley. Uh, the Raptors at four, I think, with Kyle Lowry probably being gone, I think looking at somebody like Jalen Green as a, as a two guard or Jalen Suggs as a point guard would work, and then the Magic at five, who knows? But I bet the, I wouldn't be surprised if one of the Magic picks they take Jalen Johnson. Yeah, maybe nine. I don't know. I wouldn't take him at five, but a lot's going to change between now and the lottery, um, or now and the actual draft. So we'll look at mock drafts in the coming weeks. That should be interesting. But uh, let's go to the NFL where we have a chicken wing shortage. That's right, folks. Chicken wings, apparent shortage, and uh, a lot of people hopeful that they can get this figured out for football seasons. Everybody knows this is one of the marquee items to eat when watching a football game. So. Something to think about. Oh, I had no idea what you were talking about when you wrote this down. Yeah, a lot of people talking about it yesterday. There's a chicken wing shortage, so they better have that figured out by September. There's going to be some serious issues. And this Let's other, see if I can find a story on it. This other ranking you got here. Yeah, Adam Shine, who's a host, SiriusXM, CBS Sports Network, NFL.com, write some stuff, I guess. He ranked the most likely teams to win their first Super Bowl next season. There's oh, nine of them. For, I thought this was just to win the Super Bowl. I'm like, no, that would be insane. I was uh, like, wait, Kansas City and Tampa's not on here. Green Bay, because we all know Rodgers will be back. Yes. Uh, we, don't, um, we don't all know that. We do. And when I'm right, I will celebrate my rightness because I'm going to be right. Uh, Buffalo, Cleveland, Tennessee, Arizona, the L.A. Chargers, Minnesota, Cincinnati, Atlanta, Carolina. I don't have any issues with this list other than the fact that I think I like Arizona slightly more than Tennessee. 
I think I, defensively, Arizona has better players. I also I like Minnesota more than the Chargers. That's a close one. I think if Minnesota's defense returns to form, I think that's a good a good argument to have because I think they will because and I think I, Mike Zimmer is too good of a defensive coach. I also like Carolina more I, than uh, Atlanta, especially now about Julio. Yeah, I think that's a good one because I think Carolina has actually made a a hardcore attempt to have a good defense, and I don't really see that from Atlanta at this point. They don't have the greatest quarterback. Atlanta's got the edge in the quarterback. But. Yeah, unless Darnold actually lives up to what he was supposed to be, then that could change things. But uh, that's the thing with the Chargers and Vikings. It's like on offense they're pretty similar, except Herbert's much better than Kirk Cousins. Defensively, I'd give the edge – to Minnesota, but I like the Chargers up front, so we'll see. But Bosa, uh, he's got to stay healthy for them to do anything. Yeah, obviously, yeah. I mean, that's the biggest. But then, then they didn't they just they released Casey Hayward right mm-hmm. beginning in the offseason. Yeah, and Derwin James, he's got to stay healthy, and so yeah. does uh, uh, what's their linebacker, Gordon. I mean, they traded uh, Desmond King last year, too, so they've moved a lot of things out defensively. But uh, they do have a new coach, and it's a defensive coach, Brandon Staley, who is the Rams' D coordinator, so we'll see. But on to the next. And you got Eli Manning back with the Giants with with a business operations and fan engagement role. I saw something about there was going to be like a reality-type show thing with him on their website starting in September or something like no interest. I mean, no I think he's already been filming it. No interest in that whatsoever. And then uh, who do you think is going to be the week one starter for San Fran and who do, is going to be the weeks or the starter by prior around week 10? I would go Garoppolo, Garoppolo. You Trey Lance doesn't get shot? No. I think the plan was to always have Garoppolo play this season, and unless he gets hurt, it's his job to lose. And they're going to be good enough defensively and offensively to have a good enough record to not bench Garoppolo, unless he's just, you know, really bad. I thought he was Trubisky out there. Man. Yeah, I've always just thought that they would have Garoppolo start all season, so I don't know. Maybe it'll change. Maybe training camp will – Change things for them, but let's go on I to said the, uh, or the article I read said that the QB competition is heating up in San Fran. <laughs> yeah, I think people like to drive those things. We'll see if it actually happens, though. College basketball. Um, Baylor's Matthew Mayer to withdraw from the draft. He was rejected like the 63rd player to come out of come out. Plays a very important role for Baylor. Stretches the floor, can shoot, more athletic than you'd think, pretty good defensively. He'll be one of their better players this season. Yeah, and I mean, they got those other transfers come in. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're going to make another deep run in the tournament. Yeah, they won't be as good, but they're going to be, they're still going to be good. Uh, and then Creighton's penalized as a result of a bribery scandal. Good for them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Wisconsin Badger seniors called out their head coach uh, guard for a secret recording. 
is a bad look. I don't think Greg Gard is going to last that much longer in Wisconsin. They've been underachieving anyway. You have a team last year of all five-year seniors, basically, who have been there, and the best thing you can do is get into the tournament as an eight seed and then beat a weak North Carolina team. It's it's not good enough. No, and then you have a players-only meeting, and then you record it and then give that recording to the media. It's just bad. It's not working. He's not going to last that much longer, I wouldn't think. And lastly, for college basketball, Dior Johnson, a five-star recruit, has committed to Oregon, number 15th-ranked player in ESPN's 2020 high school ranking. Dana Altman strikes again. Terrific coach, terrific recruiter. And uh, I think Dior Johnson is going to be very, very good for them. Probably one of the best players in the Pac-12 in a couple of years. But but he, we'll he is the, he is the only commit <laughs> to Oregon so far for 2022. Yeah, they always have a lot of transfers each year, and I'm sure they'll get more guys from the 2022 class in there. But uh, we'll see. Uh, golf, we had a first-time major winner crowned this week. Yeah, the U.S. Open winner, John Rahm. Wins $2.2 million, shot six under. I mean, for what happened to him at the Memorial Tournament, to have a six-shot lead after three days and then have to withdraw, you know, some would call that poetic justice. I would agree. Uh, he dominated, hit two massive putts on 17 and 18, and uh, he earned it. I mean, Louis Oosthuizen had a chance to get his second major, First one since the 2010 Open and couldn't do it. Yeah, and then I thought, I thought Bryson was going to squeak in to make it a somewhat of a run. Yeah, and he then, got he, a then, he, then he imploded in the last five holes. Yeah, he went uh, bogey, bogey, double bogey. Then I had three pars and then a quadruple bogey, including two shots right at the gallery, one of which was out of the rough, just went straight right, one of which he – caught clean out of a bunker that went straight right. So not great. Landed right next to a box of Stella Artois was one of his shots. So not great for him. Uh, but uh, starting tomorrow, we got the Travelers Championship. Defending champion Dustin Johnson. It's a TPC River Highlands in Cromwell, Connecticut. Yeah, this will be an interesting tournament. A good follow-up to the U.S. Open, I think. Uh, fun tournament to watch. of a lot of the big names there. So that that helps. Um, but I just want to say, Tory Pines, it's been the host of the U.S. Open twice, and it lived up to it again. Just a terrific place to have the U.S. Open. And uh, you look at what happened in 2008 there, the first time they hosted, you had the Tiger Woods Rocco Mediate 18 hole playoff to turn into a 19 hole playoff on the next Monday. Tiger winning with the, the injured knee, the whole thing that was tremendous. So great place to host, and I'm sure they'll have it again within the next. 15 years. So that'll be good. Uh, the 2022 U S open is going to be at the country club in Brookline, Massachusetts. That'll be a good, uh, one to a good place to host it. Should be interesting next year to uh, see it. Uh, you have the Tokyo Olympics participants announced throughout golf. Uh, you had Louis stays in withdrawal from the South African team to focus on the FedEx cup. So choosing money over playing for his country, nothing wrong with that. Also, South Africa is not going to win a gold medal. I can guarantee you that, even if he was playing. <clears throat> you had four 
USA golfers going. You have Bryson DeChambeau, Xander Shoffley, Colin Morikawa, all of California, and the Justin Thomas of Kentucky will be going. So solid four. I think they have a good chance to win the gold. A little worried about Japan, though. You got it's a Tokyo course. You got Hideki Matsuyama. Japan will be a tough competition for them, so we'll see. But uh, should be a fun Olympic golf venue outing thing that's good. Nailed it. But let's go to Major League Baseball where things continue to be a complete disaster. My God. You're a guy you didn't like and now you're a big, huge fan of? I mean, Shoei Otani's must-watch baseball. Everybody knows that. He'll be in the home run derby at Coors. He'll probably hit a 500-foot shot if I had to guess. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. will not be in that. Also, I just saw Pete Alonso will be in it. He won the 2019 one, so he's the defending champ since there wasn't one last year. So that'll be fun. The uh, Rays called up number one prospect in baseball, and then Juan well, Franco. I'm, I'm guessing Tatis Jr. has got to be one of the guys. And well, he's hurt right now, so I don't know if he's going to – he's hurt. I don't know if he's going to be in it. How many who, – who else? How many people are in it? Eight. Eight. Tyler O'Neill, probably. Um, no, not. He will be asked to be in it, and he'll do it. Uh, Nicholas Castellanos, maybe. Throw him in there. Mm, somebody else that's good. Probably be in there. Leo Cabrera going to come out and take a few hacks. Why not? Uh, yeah, there's going to be other guys that will be in it. I don't know. Aaron Judge, maybe. I don't know. John Carlos Stanton. One of those two, maybe, but we'll, well see. A guy who has not been heard of for the all year. I mean. Talk about Stanton. Like, he's kind of flown under the radar all year. He's had, a, he's had a pretty good season hitting. That's what I'm saying, though, but like. You, have you ever seen him in a uh, headline or anything all year? No, not really, because people like to talk about him when he's hurt or not playing well, not when he's playing well. It's usually how these things go. But Wander Franco is 20 years old, most talked about prospect in baseball. Nice debut for him. Yeah, he had two for four with a walk in his debut. He walked in the first, fly to center in the third. He had a three-run homer in the fifth, uh, doubled in the seventh, and – Grounded out in the ninth to the pitcher. Nothing wrong with that. And then uh, Max Scherzer got checked three times for four and some since once per request of Joe Girardi. So two of them were between innings as he's walking off the field. The third one is after he strikes out a Phillies player. Girardi sends the ums out to check him again. So he puts he throws his hat down, throws his glove down. He starts undoing his belt. This is uh, I hope Rob Manfred's enjoying this clown show of a league he has. I mean, what a joke! Um, and then, Scherzer was guess, saying that the only thing that he could have that he could use to get grip on the ball was to rub his hair. And Jerry's uh, like, "Well, I've seen Max a lot. Never seen him do that. So I thought it was suspicious." And then it was the next inning was his last inning of work. Scherzer then stared at Jordy as he walked off the field. 
Jordy called him out and tried to tell him to come out of the dugout, and Jordy got tossed. That's about right. I mean, this is a clown show. You had Sergio Romo take off his pants when he was being checked. Uh, and like I said, I hope Rob Manfred feels good about himself because he's an idiot and he knows nothing about the game. Ruining the game completely, most hated commissioner in the country by far. But you know what? He's really not because he's made it to the point where nobody gives a damn about baseball anymore. So good job by Rob Manfred there. Um, on to other news. The D-backs have lost 17 of 18 games. They're the worst team in the history of the game at this point. It's embarrassing. They have nine wins on the road all season. I think they're like nine and 30 something on the road or nine and 20 something. It's not good. Um, but speaking of a team that they're going to be playing soon, the Cardinals 13 game stretch against Detroit, Pittsburgh, Arizona, Colorado. They started off with an inspirational eight, two loss to the Tigers. So they're 36 and 37, four games back in the central. This is like a stretch where you're playing 37 or 35 and 36. I wrote that down wrong. So it is 36 and 37, but, um, mm-hmm. Detroit, Pittsburgh, Arizona, Colorado. You're facing four of the worst teams in baseball. You got to go at least ten and three, and they already lost one of them. So I don't know what what the hell the problem with this team is. I mean, I'm sure I know. It's just don't everyone talk about it at this point. It's so bad, but yeah, it mean, is what it is. At this point. Three of the starting pitchers are still on IL. Yeah, and offense is not showing up. It's not good. Inconsistent. Lucky to only be back four in the central. No, I thought after we uh, swept Miami, we're going to have a little something. A little, swing and, that coming. a little swing and momentum, and uh didn't happen. No. But the, the top three teams through 73 games are uh, the Giants at 47 and 26. Houston at 45 and 28, and Boston at 44 and 29. Once again, wouldn't have expected any of those three to be top three at this point, especially the Giants. But it's wild. Boston starts off the year getting swept by the Orioles. They've really taken off since then. Not bad. But uh, it should be interesting to see if the Giants can actually keep this up because they look like they will. But we'll see. Uh, hockey news. Matthew Kachuk could be on the way out in Calgary. A lot of talks about possibly moving on, which they have, they've been underachieving with this core. So you got to do something, right? I always figured Johnny Gaudreau would be traded, but we'll see if they move Kachuk. I'd love to have him in St. Louis. I don't know if that'll happen. I'd love to have him though, but we'll see if that goes down. Speaking of the blues, Carl Gunnarsson retired after 629 games, won the Stanley cup with them in 2019 Overtime winner, game two of that series, and uh, mm-hmm. keep going. solid career, solid keep, career. We'll, keep going. Give him props. You know they they got him in a trade from Toronto, I believe. Wasn't I expected just, to I be that good. Why you keep hitting digs at me on the Stanley Cup thing? Well, you know you got to mention it. I mean, if if you only played six hundred twenty nine games and you win a cup, you got to mention that for his career. He didn't do much else. I mean, he's a solid defenseman, dependent towards ACL this year. Likely to hang him up anyway, so went out with a injury, but a bang if you count two years ago is being close enough. But and then you fines got, continue. Uh, Barzal only gets well, only gets a five thousand dollar fine. That's the maximum. 
for his hit on Ruda. Eligible to play in game six. So he avoids, sus- that. He avoids suspension. I don't think he should have been suspended for that in the playoffs. Um, stupid play by him, no doubt. But I don't think that's suspendable. And I do think Jan Ruda sold it a little bit. Uh, I don't think he got caught as cleanly as he made it look. No, but he Barzal should have been suspended in the Boston series. I don't remember anything about that series at this point. It feels like it was a month ago. Uh, and then uh, the Stars re-signed veteran um, Comier for a one-year, $1 million deal. Um, Barkoff beats out Stone and Bergeron for the Selkie. Bergeron was nominated for the 10th straight season. Yeah, I mean, I think at this point they're just trying to find ways to not give it to Bergeron because he should probably win it every year. (laughs) But Barkov is great and Stone's great. But, um, yeah, every year it's like, oh, you didn't get it by four votes or five votes. How many does he have? Four, five, something like that? Four. Yeah, I can't, I'm trying to think of all the guys that won it the years that he didn't. He had Barkov, he had last year Couturier, he had O'Reilly in 19. Um, I think Taves won it once. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I think at this point they're like, well, he is the best, but he's won it like a million times already, so let's give it to a new guy. And it could have also been this year he was hurt for a good portion of the year. I guarantee you still have the best numbers out of those three. But let me find some of these winners just to you know take a take a peek at who's won it in the uh, third or the semifinals right now. Though you got the Lightning up three two over the Islanders after winning eight nothing Monday. Yeah, that's one of those. He's just like, well, move on. It's better than losing in triple overtime. So game six is tonight. Tampa could close it out. And Vegas and Montreal. Montreal shocking the world still is up three to two in this series. Game six tomorrow night. Not shocking me. I had Montreal Montreal. seven. I had Montreal in seven. I had Montreal 7, Tampa and 6. I better be right. But uh, real quick, since 2006, here are the Selkie winners. Rod Brendamore, Rod Brendamore, Pavel Datsuk, Pavel Datsuk, Pavel Datsuk, Ryan Kessler, Patrice Bergeron, Jonathan Taves, Bergeron, Bergeron, Anze Kopitar, Bergeron, Kopitar, O'Reilly, Couturier, Barkov. So. See, I don't even remember Datsuk being that good of a defender. I think he got better as his career went on because 08, 09, 10, he won those three. I think he got better as he as he went on. Kessler winning it, you know, he was good for a little bit, but a little questionable. But it is what it is. But um, I guess we go to the picks now where I went four and two last week. Yeah, a went- solid bounce back off of a one and six. I went three and three. I went uh... – Two and two in baseball, and then lost the NBA game and won my and won the hockey game. I went one and zero in the NBA, zero and one in the NHL, three and one in Major League Baseball. Then for golf, I did have Rob who won 
Kepka top uh, finished tied for fourth, Speed tied for nineteenth, and Mickelson had an adventure tied for sixty second. Yeah, I had Bryson who tied for twenty sixth. Uh, shot three over. Speed was at tied for nineteenth at two over. I had a Rory tied for seventh at one under, and I had Morikawa tied for fourth at two under. Here's the thing: Bryson finishes tied for twenty sixth. He was like second with like fifteen holes to play. Yeah, and I also had that other bet from DraftKings: the odd boost on who would finish higher, Bryson or Brooks. Bryson was above him, and then when he imploded, I lost my money. Yeah, and Brooks, man, he was a couple shots away from having a legit chance to be right next to Ustaz and Rom. A couple mishaps down the stretcher, he would have been right there. But once again, he just so good in majors. So continues that. Uh, Travelers Championship, TPC River Highlands, four players, four picks. I'm going with Paul Casey plus 1,800, Brooks Kepka plus 1,800, Ricky Fowler plus 6,000, and our guy Kevin Kisner plus 10,000. Uh, I went with Patrick Cantlay at plus 1,400, Scotty Scheffler at plus 2,200, Matthew Wolf at plus 3,300, and Brant Snedeker at plus 10,000. Hopefully Kisner can outdo Brant Snedeker this week. We'll see. Not not overly confident in that. Uh, Thursday, NHL playoff games. Game six. Give me the Canadians. Plus 124. They're finish off Vegas. Yep. I like it. I took Vegas minus 148. I could see Vegas forcing game seven. If you're Montreal, though, I think what would happen, and I think that maybe this could be similar as I bring up the 2019 Stanley Cup again. This could be similar to when Boston beat St. Louis in game six, everyone's like, oh, man, Boston's going to close it out at home and win. I think Montreal is going to be looked at as if they lose this game, they're done. But I think Montreal could shock the world and win game seven in Vegas. But we'll see. Uh, Thursday, NBA playoffs. Clippers will punch back. I don't want to I don't want to jinx my team either. Clippers minus 107 against the Suns. I have picked against the Suns every time we've picked them on this show. So give me the Clippers minus 107. Uh, I believe last time I picked the Suns, I took the Clippers minus 107. Suns better win, that's all I got to say about that. Uh, MLB Lions. By the way, I did get the Rockies to beat the Brewers last week, so I'm doing it again. Rockies minus 109 against the Mariners. Uh, The Mariners are not good, so please win that. Uh, The Rays minus 150 against the Red Sox. The Rays have lost seven straight. These games are for today, by the way. The Rays have lost seven straight, so something's got to give, right? Uh, Dodgers plus 100 against the Padres, and the Yankees minus 177 against the Royals. Ooh, we got a couple battles here. I took Houston minus 195 over Baltimore. That should be a gimme for Houston. I took Boston plus 128 over Tampa. Uh, I took Miami plus 107 over Toronto and the Padres minus 110 over the Dodgers. Rich Hill is going to get shelled tonight. Who's pitching for the Red Sox? Somebody's not as good as Rich Hill, I guarantee it. Rich Hill's like the greatest pitcher ever. But anyway. Uh, lots to cover next week. This will be next week of our last one of June, June 30th will be number 18. And we'll discuss all the things that go down in sports between now and then, and we'll see you next Wednesday.
deuces.